Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is September 2nd. Today we're going to finish up this week's Come Follow Me block. We might not get to all of it, but we will do our best. But today is the last day of this week's Come Follow Me block. And next week we're going to be studying 1 Corinthians chapters 14 through 16. So next week's Come Follow Me block, I think, don't quote me on this, but I think is the shortest Come Follow Me block that we've had since we've left the Gospels, which should tell you how great these verses are and how much there is to dive into and look at in this next week. But for now, let's finish up this week's Come Follow Me block and let's jump into 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Now, if you'll remember, Paul up to this point has been talking to the Corinthians about a lot of different things, but in almost every single chapter, he has made mention of the principle of unity, of coming together. Now, what's interesting is that here in verse 12, he's going to start out saying, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Now, what's interesting is he says that as if he's been talking about spiritual gifts all along, but he hasn't been. What he has been talking about all along is the concept of unity. And what's beautiful is how Paul is going to now teach them about spiritual gifts and weave in that same principle of unity. He's going to teach how spiritual gifts should bring us together as one. And I absolutely love that. Now, right after that, in verse two, he's going to say something really interesting. He says, you know that you were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. So he's saying, I want you to understand spiritual gifts. I don't want you to be ignorant to them because up until this point, you have been Gentiles and you have been following dumb idols. Now, he doesn't mean that as in stupid idols. He means that as in quiet idols idols that don't speak. He's saying, up until this point, you have been following a God that didn't speak to you, that was silent. And now he's saying, now you worship a God who is not silent anymore. You worship a God who will pour out these gifts upon you. And it is going to be a new experience. It's going to be different for you because up until now, you've worshiped silent gods. But he's trying to teach them the difference between the idols that they worshiped and the true God in heaven. And he's going to do that through teaching them about the gifts that the true God wants to give and can give. Verse four, he says, now there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. So he's saying there are a million different gifts, but they all come in the same way. They all come from that same God by way of the Holy Spirit. Now I want to pause right there really quickly and just kind of jump because before we get to the specific gifts that Paul's going to talk about. I want to see what it says over in verse 12 about the same sort of thing, this idea that there are a lot of gifts and that these gifts are supposed to bring us together. Verse 12, it says, For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? So essentially what he's saying is there are so many of us 
And as it says in verse four, there are so many different gifts. But when we come together in unity, then all of our gifts can come together to form one body, the body of Christ, the church of Christ. It's interesting here in Corinthians, it teaches about gifts. It also teaches about gifts in the Book of Mormon, and it teaches about gifts again in the Doctrine and Covenants. But Paul would have us believe or Paul would have us understand that God wants us to understand all these gifts for the purpose of understanding how much we all need each other, how important unity is even when we are all different. In fact, if we are going to believe these verses about the body being made up of a lot of different members, then my friends, that would teach us that the things that make us different, our differences, our uniqueness, the things where we might look at ourselves and not feel comfortable because we're different in some way, those are the things that really bring us together. Those are the things that make us a whole God doesn't want us all to be the same. If he wanted us to all be the same, he would have blessed us all with the same gifts. But then we wouldn't have needed each other. We would have had no need for one another if we were all the same. Instead, our differences is what God was after. He wants a church made up of people who are different. And I think that that's so important to remember, especially if you are someone who thinks that you don't belong in the church because you're different especially if you're someone who feels like there's not a place for you because maybe you think differently or look differently. This letter on gifts is a beautiful testimony to the fact that our Father in Heaven needs all His children to gather in with Him, even if they might feel like they have different gifts, even if they might feel like they are different than everyone else. God gathers all together in one so that we can bless one another with our differences. Now, what's also interesting is in verse 15, when it says, if the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body. Do we sometimes do that with our gifts? Do we sometimes say, well, because I don't have this gift, then I'm not needed because I can't sing the way sister so-and-so can, because I don't understand music the way she does, because I don't understand the scriptures the way this person does, then I'm not needed. I don't have anything to offer. My friends, that's not the case. Each of us have gifts to offer. And our Father in Heaven gave us all gifts for the purpose so that we would need one another. Several years ago, Elder Marvin J. Ashton gave a talk called There Are Many Gifts. This has always been one of my favorite talks. It is absolutely beautiful. But he opens up our eyes to the many different gifts that our Father in Heaven has and helps us see that we shouldn't be so focused on some of the more visible gifts, but that we can all recognize different gifts in ourselves and in others. He says, One of the greatest tragedies of life, it seems to me, is when a person classifies himself as someone who has no talents or gifts. When in disgust or discouragement, we allow ourselves to reach depressive levels of despair because of our demeaning self-appraisal, it is a sad day for us, and a sad day in the eyes of God. For us to conclude that we have no gifts when we judge ourselves by stature, intelligence, grade point average, wealth, power, position, or external appearance is not only unfair, but unreasonable. God has given each of us one or more special talents. It is up to each of us to search for and build upon the gifts which God has given. We must remember that each of us is made in the image of God 
and that there are no unimportant persons. Everyone matters to God and to his fellow man. Let me mention a few gifts that are not always evident or noteworthy, but that are very important. Among these may be your gifts, gifts not so evident, but nevertheless real and valuable. Let's review some of these less conspicuous gifts. The gift of asking, the gift of listening, the gift of hearing and using a still small voice, the gift of being able to weep, the gift of avoiding contention, the gift of being agreeable, the gift of avoiding vain repetition, the gift of seeking that which is righteous, the gift of not passing judgment, the gift of looking to God for guidance, the gift of being a disciple, the gift of caring for others, the gift of being able to ponder, the gift of offering prayer, the gift of bearing a mighty testimony, and the gift of receiving the Holy Ghost. We must remember that to every man is given a gift by the Spirit of God. It is our right and responsibility to accept our gifts and to share them. God's gift and powers are available to all of us. My friends, the scriptures teach us that we can seek the best gifts, that we can ask for gifts, and that our Father in heaven, if it is his will, can bless us with those gifts. My challenge to you in this coming week, ponder your gifts. What are the gifts that your Father in heaven gave you? And what are you doing to bless others with that gift? My friends, I testify, you are needed. I might not know each of you individually, but God does. And he blessed you with very specific gifts so that you could bless those with whom you come in contact. We are not meant to all be the same. It's our distinctness. It's our differences that can strengthen the church and strengthen one another. Please know that you are needed, that you are loved, that you are wanted. Never feel that because of your differences, you don't have a place in the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's because of those differences that you are desperately needed here. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen. 